Now, just so you know, I'm not the kind of a guy that likes to be the one that says that I told you so. But in watching the news over the past seven days, maybe it's time to say, well, I told you so. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Now, if you've been looking at the news at all over the past week or so, something that I said was going to happen this year is happening even faster than I anticipated. I'll be honest. I felt very strongly in my prayer life and all that I've been reading that the truth was going to come out and things were going to change. I didn't really know how it would happen, but then it started to fall apart. The narrative, the COVID-19 narrative of lockdowns and vaccines and, and passports is beginning to run into some real trouble. I may not be able to be held up much longer. Now, if you look at Europe, for example, let's stop with uh, Germany and Austria and Italy. Those three countries at the moment are still doubling down. They're still doubling down on on talking about, uh, you know, vaccine passports. As a matter of fact, those that are on, you know, pensions and, and what have you in Italy are being told they may have to have a vaccine passport to go into a bank to even access their money. They have to be vaccinated. We don't know, understand why anybody would, would think it's going to do any good. We now know the narrative is collapsing. The vaccines absolutely do not stop the spread of COVID-19. Period. All the data is showing it. Yet Austria, Germany, and Italy still want to hang in there a little bit longer. I guess they're going back to their 1930s. Uh, mindset of being dictatorship types. They're loving the power. Many blue state, Democrat states in the United States are still trying to hang in there a little bit longer. But the truth is coming out, and it's coming out even faster than I anticipated. I can remember it was before the first of the year, I'm, I was on this program saying, you watch, God is going to start pulling back the veil and shine the light of truth. There are, I'll use the term loosely, leftist or liberals that are even beginning to, to say, hey, enough is enough. This stuff doesn't work. Why are we why are we doing this all over again? I believe we're gonna see in the United States a rapid opening up. I think the idea of vaccine passports is going to become deeply in trouble. And as I promised, I believe we're going to get a little bit of a respite. But will that be a permanent respite? I doubt. I think we're going to have a window of opportunity to share the truth, the gospel, and hopefully, at least for a season, make things better again. Here, at least in the United States, maybe the same will be true in Australia. Maybe the same will be true across all of the United Kingdom. England is now becoming free of all the mandates and more is going to happen talking to a friend of mine by the way it's cold here in florida this is uh, winter time finally has arrived even had some frost out on, on my car the other morning going to the radio station where we're doing that work we'll talk about that in a few minutes but today i want to welcome back to the microphone a good friend of this radio program jim calhoun 
and he has been so kind to help me get at least one of these programs done per week. So without any further ado, here is Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. And as usual, it's great to be back on Truth to Ponder. I've had a couple really trying weeks. This cold spell that we had kind of wreaked havoc on the livestock, but I think we ended up getting out of it pretty easy compared to the folks up in New England. So I hope it's finally warming up for everybody, just a little bit anyway. But sometimes I get kind of housebound, and I stay pretty close to the old wood-burning stove. And it gives you lots of time to think. And in my case, I need lots of time to think. Because sometimes I'm a little slow on the uptake. But I finally realized something that I decided I would base this whole show on. And that's your mind. It seems like that there's lots of forces right now going after everybody's mental capacity. Going after the emotions. Trying to get people to do things they don't normally do. Like, do you normally see people in a supermarket chasing someone down because they don't have a mask and screeching at them like they are totally insane? That's not normal. I would imagine half the people that chase people around in supermarkets are pretty decent people. But something has got to their mind, and it's changed them, and it's made them act less than civil anyway. I guess the modern term is Karens. So we have Karens everywhere. And yes, I apologize to all the listeners out there who happen to be named Karen. I don't know why they call them Karens, but but I think the name is stuck. So nothing personal is meant towards any Karen out there. I guess it's kind of like being called Jerry in World War II when the Germans were called Jerrys. So sometimes that just happens. But it seems like we have lots of people and lots of organizations, whether they be in government or corporate or civic groups out there that are trying to control people's mind, trying to control their emotions, trying to push them to do things. And it seems like that most people have really kept their head. But I do know that there's anger out there, a lot more anger than I've ever seen as far as worldwide the common man and woman are angry. And I have to admit, I'm one of them. I'm angry about our country being tore down. I'm angry about my brothers and sisters all throughout the world having to suffer for nothing because this pandemic truly is absolutely nothing. Now, I know that people have got sick from the virus, but did you notice that the flu disappeared last year? Don't you suppose a lot of those people simply had the flu? I would believe so. Because why else would you cook the numbers? Now, I'm not saying there's not a virus out there that makes people sick. But with a 99.7 survival rate, actually, the response has been a lot worse than the virus itself. Countless numbers of people have been destroyed by this whole pandemic nonsense. Thousands of businesses have been closed. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have lost their jobs because the small businesses in which they worked are now gone. Millions of people are being fired because they've chosen, rightfully so, not to get the death vax. That's one thing I'll never do. I'll never take this death vax because in my research, I'm starting to realize that the side effects are absolutely deadly 
and the people that survive this death shot and they don't actually die. I've seen the consequences. People that have seizures, people that can no longer walk or talk, people that have such bad brain fog that they're like Alzheimer's patients. All because of what? Because they complied. And they complied with an evil order given by evil people for an evil purpose. And it seems like these evil people, these reprobates, have only one agenda. That's to control both our minds and our actions. They want to control us. They want to put us in a corral just like a bunch of cattle. And then they want to let Big Pharma just take advantage of us and use us as a cash cow. And anytime they say mandated vaccine or mandated booster, everybody has to do it under coercion or blackmail. And then Big Pharma gets even richer. And then they tell people to stay home. You can't go out. And that makes the big businesses like Amazon all the richer. And on top of that, we live in a very unhealthy world. Obesity is everywhere. It's prevalent in a lot of countries. And to be shut in so you don't get any sunlight is extremely unhealthy. Because vitamin D and other things you get from the sun are absolutely essential not only to life, but to keep your health and your immune system in tip-top shape. So what do these quote-unquote health experts recommend? They isolate you, which mentally is not good for you. They don't let you go out of the house, so you just sit there all day and think. And a lot of people, when they get nervous, they eat. And so obesity is even worse. And then they keep you from going outside and getting the necessary sunlight. So this has been very well planned. And the whole thing is absolutely evil. But getting back to the response to this virus, they shut down very small businesses, such as barbershops that had one or two chairs. But yet, the liquor store next door was wide open. And down the street, the big box store like Walmart, they just cram them in like sardines. And you notice that back when Black Lives Matter and Antifa were running amuck on the streets, well, that was okay. Because the coronavirus doesn't attack anybody that's burning down a building. The coronavirus doesn't do anything to anybody as long as their politics line up with the leftist people that are trying to destroy the world right now. So you have this group that's organized and funded by a lot of left-wing politicians in a lot of countries. And they're all walking in lockstep. And so as these hundreds of thousands of people were out on the street overturning cars, shooting people, burning their businesses down, harassing people, and just doing all sorts of evil things, well, that's okay. But if you have a church service and you have 11 people come to your church, the pastor's taken down, nose down in the dirt, handcuffed and hauled away, and charged. And don't think that was an isolated case. The harassment that has been done has absolutely demoralized the world. And while I was stuck in my house, I had this revelation of a thought. That every military strategist knows that a frontal attack, just a full-on frontal attack, seldom works the way you want it to. But it's how you work the flank, how you probe for a weakness, 
and how you can get an army around the backside of another army. That's how you win the battle. So we've been watching the tensions in the world between all these different countries, like Russia and Ukraine, and we've been watching China and Iran and all these other rogue countries out there that mean us harm. And we get lied to by the mainstream media. Every time they open their mouth, they lie to us. And for some reason, unknown to me, people still turn them on and watch them. I just don't get that. But anyway, we have all of this right in our face. And then they have the coronavirus death numbers. I go online and check the weather. And every day it gives me the temperature and the forecast. And right beside the forecast, it gives me the death count in my county of how many people have died of coronavirus. So I guess coronavirus is now part of the weather. Well, what was revealed to me? This is a huge PSYOP. Just a psychological operation. And there's lots of people who are highly trained of how to manipulate and control people mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And they're using every trick in the book. And so the flank attack that's happening right now isn't our businesses being closed. And it's not the people thrown in jail. It's not the pastors arrested. It's not Russia and Ukraine. It's not the coronavirus. But the real attack on us is the doom and despair and psychological warfare that's aimed at our minds. And the reason I concluded this is I started thinking about all the work that I have to do here. I'm extremely busy. All winter long, I need to be getting ready for summer. And all summer long, I get ready for winter. That's just the life of someone in agriculture that has a herd of cows. You have to feed your cows. So you work all summer to gather the hay and the feed for your livestock. And then all winter, you feed it to the livestock while you're working on the machines and everything you need the next summer to start the whole process all over again. And it seems like over the last two years, my work output is pathetic as compared to what it should be. So as I was sitting there by the potbelly stove getting warm, I was asking myself, why aren't you getting your work done? Seems like I work all day, but at the end of the day, I look back over it and, and I see just a quarter of what I should have got done. And so I kind of ask myself, what are you getting too old to do this? Is your heart not in it anymore? What is causing my productivity to go down? And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. The best way to kill a country and the best way to kill an economy is to shut down all the businesses. But they have a two-prong attack here. If they can shut down us personally, if the tyrants can get us so distracted, so depressed, and so disorganized that our own personal affairs don't get done the way they should, is just another form of shutting down a country and shutting down an economy. So if other people out there are like me and they're finding their productivity has fallen to an all-time low, I finally realized it's because all of these things are looking over my shoulder. All of these issues are just eating away at me. And while I go out and get some work done, my heart's not in it, my head's not in it. I'm wondering what's going to happen between Russia and Ukraine. And I'm wondering when the next lockdown is going to come. 
And I'm wondering when they're going to start forcing vaccines on people. And I'm wondering when they're going to go house to house and grab people in their own house and hold them down and inject them with this poison against their will. Now, I may not be actively thinking about it, but when I realized it was there, I realized that the PSYOP was really working on me. All of this going on that's visible is meant to do something behind our back, so to speak, in the back of our mind, to take away our productivity, take away our joy, take away who we are. And so I've come to the conclusion that I have to rediscover myself, and I have to not put my head in the sand and act like things aren't happening the way they are, but to tell myself, do what I can do, but the best thing that I can do is be me. The best thing I can do for the world is to not become part of the problem, is to not become unproductive, and to keep my end of the bargain and carry my own weight and go out and do a day's work and have my mind in my work like I always have had in the past, instead of just half of my mind into my work and the other half is kind of worried about world events. And when I realized that, this PSYOP, this brainwashing operation, has really been successful. And that's probably one of the reasons why we have people acting uncivil in the stores. People yelling at each other in the parking lot. People demanding to know, are you vaccinated? When it's none of their business. People that actually believe this Dr. Fauci, who I do believe the truth is starting to come out. I think we're going to see him go to justice sooner than you think. We can only hope and pray. And I have it pretty simple here. All I have is me and Mel and the cows. A few cats and a couple dogs. and That's all I have to deal with. I don't deal with retail. I don't have any children in school. I don't have the complications that most of the people have. I don't have any utility bills because I create all my own power. So I live different than most people. And so I stay pretty isolated. And then I realized, even though I'm isolated and I have everything, I think, in a pretty good situation, that I could keep away from some of this evil that's attacking the world right now, I realized that that frontal assault that they're doing against everyone in the world had me so preoccupied, I didn't realize that the enemy was doing a flank attack on my mental capacities and on my emotions and on my ability to just let things go and be myself and get my work done. I realize that when you're highly trained in psychology, it's pretty easy to know what people are going to do with a situation that you present to them. So I would imagine that people with children in schools where the teachers are tyrants and they're all woke and they're indoctrinating your kids, And the people that have a job that have been told, get the death jab or be fired, that have a mortgage on their house, they're trying to raise a family. There's lots of people out there that have it tons worse than I'll ever have it during this pandemic. And so you might say, well, that's easy for him to say, just to be yourself and not let him get to you mentally. Because I know it's already too late. If they got to me mentally, I'm sure that they've got to most of the listeners of Truth to Ponder as well. And I'm talking worldwide. This whole psychological operation 
is not from one country alone. It's from one organization, and this organization is ultimately headed by Satan, and it's the organization of the spirit of Antichrist. And this organization has infiltrated the churches, the schools, the military, the police departments, the corporate and banking world, everywhere, everywhere you look, this psychological operation has been very successful. But part of defeating this is being able to see the problem. If you can see the problem, then you can deal with the problem. And that's what's been happening. I've watched thousands of videos and listened to thousands of radio shows where people call in and the despair and the absolute desperation that a lot of people feel just breaks my heart. The loneliness that's out there, the people that have had their jobs ruined or their family businesses that have been in a family for generations destroyed, just breaks my heart. But it also lets me know that these reprobate minds, these evil people, really know what they're doing. They have their ducks in a row, and they're following all sorts of formulas and systems that are known to work. They know which buttons to push, and they know how we're going to react. But since I realized that in my own personal life, my productivity has went up at least 25% already. And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, I can totally detox, can totally detox from most of this PSYOP that's been aimed at me. But not only aimed at me, but aimed at you as well. And it's really hard to watch your neighbor suffer. It's really hard to watch your family suffer. It's hard to watch your community die. It's hard to watch your state being run by communists and reprobates. And it's also extremely hard to see your country, the country that you love, become something that you never thought it would, not in your wildest dreams. Now, I'm talking about every country in the Western world. Canada right now is atrocious how that's being run. I hope and pray that my Canadian brothers and sisters are successful in ridding themselves of the entire group of tyrants that are now running your country. The same goes for New Zealand and Australia. I hope my brothers and sisters down under can depose their tyrannical governments who are absolutely satanic. And I hope all the indigenous peoples of the world, the North American Indians, the Aborigines in Australia, all the peoples in Africa, all the poor people on the planet that have no voice, the people that have no power, I hope that they can rise up in mass, say no, and put a stop to all this genocide that's happening to them. And make no mistake about it, the poor people in this world and the people that traditionally don't have a voice are being absolutely brutalized right now by the reprobate, satanic, tyrannical governments, if you can call them governments, that these people live under. And the United States is no better. As a matter of fact, right now, the United States and NATO are doing their best to start a war with Russia. We do not have any adults in the room. None of our negotiators are adults. The people that are in the Biden administration are all inept. They're all illegitimate. 
and we need to contact everybody we can, senators, congressmen, the White House. We all need to contact these people and try to put a stop to the absolute insanity that the United States and NATO are engaging in with Russia. Because I know that Russia is supposed to be our enemy, and Putin is supposed to be this evil man. I don't know a lot about Russia, and I don't know much about Putin. But if Putin was such an evil man, you would think that everyone would know everything evil that he's done. So I would ask anybody, start naming the evil things that Putin has done. I might come up with one or two, but I can come up with 10 or 15 what Joe Biden has done just to his own daughter, in his own son, in his own family. You don't have to go any farther than that. Then when you see what he's done to the whole United States, it's criminal. You know, he's the big guy filling his pockets at the expense of the American people. Now, I haven't heard that Putin has done any of that, but yet he's our enemy, and so is Russia. I think that's part of the PSYOP. So I think that our government in the United States needs to be told in no uncertain terms. They need to back off. They need to back off this war with Russia. Now you might say, well, war with Russia is probably inevitable. So I have to ask, why? Why is it inevitable? What have they done? You know, during the Cold War, we lived in fear of a nuclear holocaust. But now that's right back on our doorstep. And why? And I'm going to use an analogy here that works for me. It may not for you, but it really does for me. Remember the Branch Davidians with David Koresh in Waco, Texas? Remember that debacle? Well, I guess David Koresh was an evil guy. We were supposed to think he was evil. And I guess the Branch Davidians were evil people and needed to be arrested or something. How many people realize that those people were killed? They were burned alive, men, women, and children, while they had white flags hanging outside of their compound. They were trying to surrender. And this group was supposed to have a whole bunch of illegal weapons. That's what the whole thing was about. Well, they didn't use the weapons, not even in self-defense. Not one FBI agent not one American citizen was killed on that day in Waco or wounded except the entire bunch of Branch Davidians. And so that was a PSYOP too. They were just trying to see how far they could push a group that was, let's say, not mainstream. Now, I don't know if David Koresh was a bad guy or not. And I don't know if the Branch Davidians were bad or not. But they did not deserve to be executed and murdered by the United States government. So you talk about being extreme and overreacting. Well, Janet Reno and the entire Clinton administration are guilty of murder. And we're seeing the same thing now. I think that Putin is the new David Koresh and Russia is the new Branch Davidians. They want to attack him. But for why? Because Russia is acting aggressive? What has Russia done to act aggressive other than to protect their own borders against another army that's massed on their border with Russia? I think Russia has shown a lot of restraint because all the accusations that Hillary Clinton herself made up, her whole campaign, 
funded a fake dossier on Trump blaming collusion with Russia. And that was proven to be false. And so there's no collusion. But Russia was impugned over and over and over. I think they've held their cool real well. But see, folks, this is all part of the psychological operation. They're trying to control what we think, how we think, and how we act. And on the other side of the break, I'll pick up where I left off. And thank you, Jim. As we go to our break, I want to share just a couple of things. We are in Okeechobee, Florida right now. As many of you know, I'm deeply involved in a shortwave expansion project in conjunction with WRMI. We've got a lot of work done so far this week. It is a lot more than I anticipated, but hey, it's coming together and we're beginning to see the uh, the fruits of our labor. It won't be long before I have some great announcements to make regarding that project. So keep it in prayer. Keep this program in prayer as I try to keep the program as fresh as I can each and every day. This program has been really, it's been a labor of love. The Lord put this on my heart last, in the spring of 2020, didn't know exactly if it was going to be a daily radio program, maybe a little video podcast. I had no clue. But we felt very strongly about using shortwave radio, and we did. We started on the last day of August of 2020, and here we are every weekday since. And I want to thank all of you that have taken the time to listen. Like I say, when you when you can actually say something to the effect of, I told you so, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, I think God is going to really move this year. And I pray that you are ready to just to be listening to that voice of God in your life. We're going to have a little time. It's going to be a very tumultuous year. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But I think we as Christians, we need to be ready. And I want to be ready very soon to go to the next level with this radio program. I just feel that we've done this this way so far. But I'm feeling there's so many other people that need to be involved in this project, this radio program called Truth to Ponder, to give you more news, more views, and more information but most important, the good news of the gospel. If you believe in the work that we're doing, would you consider supporting us financially for the airtime? Our mailing address is Truth to Ponder. Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. The address is 5753 Highway 85 North. 5753 Highway 85 North. Number 3248. Number 3248. And we are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. 32536. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The waters of heaven coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. We picture heaven as a static place, not much action, some heart music, but not a lot going on. 
but not really. Heaven is a place of action because a river flows through it. A river is filled with action. A river exists by action. Heaven is a place of waters. Well, not just waters, but living, flowing waters. Therefore, the heavenly life has movement in it. Heavenly life has movement. You have to move. The water is a symbol of the spirit, and it moves. To live a heavenly life, you need to live in the spirit, and the spirit moves. To live in the spirit, you need to be moved and to walk in the spirit, be led by the spirit. You want to live a heavenly life now? Then learn from heaven that the river flows through it. Let the spirit flow through you. Let the spirit move you and move in the spirit. Let his love move you and move in his love. Let righteousness move you and move in righteousness. Move in God. Move on the good news. Move on the message of the gospel. Move in God. Heaven has a flowing river. Heaven flows. Now, anger doesn't really flow. Pride doesn't flow. Selfishness is all stuffed up. Promiscuity doesn't flow. Lies don't flow. But love flows. Peace flows. Joy flows. Purity flows like a river. Give and it shall be given to you, pressed down, overflowing. Get into flowing in God's grace. Out of his innermost being shall flow. Learn the secret of heavenly life. Move in the spirit, flow like a river, because a heavenly life, like heaven, has a river flowing in the middle of it. Want more? Ask for the festival of heaven. Now, how'd you like to receive special daily meditations, teachings with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus to give you victory for every day of your week and updates on Israel, prophecy, a free subscription to Sapphires and the incredible Mystery of the Temple doors all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So to get your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. You to join me in the Great Commission to bring salvation back to the Jewish people and to reach millions of people all over the earth, countless people. How? Imagine you could blanket the earth with salvation. You can. Through shortwave radio, you can cover the earth. We do it every week. You can be part. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's Box 1111. It's it's Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Flow like a river, my friend. Shalom and Echem. Peace be to you, my friend. And Messiah, Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun, sitting in today for Bob Bierman. And I do appreciate Bob allowing me the opportunity to speak to the great audience of Truth to Ponder. And I think Bob is right when Bob says that he thinks we're going to get a short reprieve. And he also thinks that the truth is eventually going to come out. And I really do believe Bob is absolutely right on both thoughts. I think right now some of the restrictions are being eased. Now that doesn't mean that they're going to stay that way. But it's what we do with this time we have is very important. Because if we just squander this time, and then all of a sudden we wake up one morning and we're back under lockdown, that there's a new scam going, a new virus that Dr. Fauci is profiting on that he releases, and Bill Gates, and make no mistake about it, these two men are evil, and all their associates are evil, and they're making tons of money at the expense of our misery and our suffering. 
And the other thing Bob says that he thinks is going to happen is that the truth is going to start filtering out. The people are going to start waking up from this nightmare and seeing just what it is. And I really truly believe that's happening right now. I think there's a great awakening just around the corner. More people every day are starting to see that they could never get enough booster shots to keep their job or to go buy food or do anything else that these tyrants mandate. People are waking up to the fact that their friends and neighbors and family members are dying or getting injured by this death jab, this vaccine that's not a real vaccine. The evil people, the reprobates, have set this up for a long time. And I've been trying to do some research, trying to figure out just when did this all start. You can go back hundreds of years and still connect the dots. But I think that the intensity of this whole thing got turned up in the 1890s to about 1910. That's when the fire was definitely turned up. And then by 1914 and Woodrow Wilson and what he did creating a Federal Reserve, then World War I, followed by a depression, followed by another war, and another war, and another war, was just without equal. So for the last 150 years, all we've seen is corruption, greed, war, on a grand scale. But segments of mankind have always been evil and reprobate. We've always had those among us. But we've never had so many of them with so much power as they do now. And all these secret societies that are within the elected power structure is absolutely astonishing. And you wonder what kind of oath they took to that and where their allegiance truly lies. And so what I'm trying to say is, is we cannot rely on any institution created by man because every institution is corrupt. Some of them are corrupt from the janitor right on up to the CEO the entire thing. Others, there's just important segments in their business structure or the government structure that's corrupt. But when you look at the governments of Australia, New Zealand, England, Canada, United States, Germany, France, and even more than that, but especially those countries, the Western world, the greed and corruption and their absolute willingness to sell their fellow citizens down the river is astonishing. Never before in history have we seen it on this kind of a scale. So we have to ask ourselves, what can we do about this? Well, I'm going to go back to the psychological operation that's being used against us. First, we have to recognize that there is a massive psychological operation aimed against all the common men and common women in the whole planet, trying to get us to comply and to become basically sheep or cattle. That is their aim. And secondly, these satanic, demonic people, these tyrants, they somehow think that they can gain immortality. So they're trying to combine humans with machines, 
they're developing chips to go on our brains. Now who has asked them to do that? And who gave them permission? There's a speech that Barack Obama gave either right before he became president or at the time he became president where he's speaking to a group of quote-unquote leaders when in actuality this group was a bunch of satanic reprobates. And I'm glad this video is starting to go viral. But in his speech, Obama claims that people aren't smart enough to rule themselves, that they need to have a group of elites that control everything. Because the common citizen should not have any say-so in government. They should be treated like serfs and just be ruled over and they should comply because they're not good enough to govern themselves. And that's the true feeling that Obama has. I've always seen the arrogance in that man and I never ever thought he had good intentions. If you remember back when Obama was running for president, he said, I love the United States of America. And I'm going to structurally change it. Okay, if you love this country, why would you change it? That's like telling someone that you love them and then telling them that their hair color is wrong and that they're overweight and they dress wrong and they think wrong. Now, how do you love that person if everything they do is wrong? And the same thing applies here. How do you love this country? but then talk about people that cling to their God and their guns and try to pit all society against each other. No, he was a disruptor. He may have had the title of president, and I don't know if he was legitimately elected or not. That's beside the point. The man did hold the office. And what he did with that power he had was to destroy. Now, he might say he created. And I think he did create a few things. He created a socialized medicine program that absolutely horrible. He created groups like Antifa as this community organizer. He's organized Black Lives Matter and people like that to go against the United States. You may remember that when he was running for president the first time, he said that there needed to be a civilian force just as highly trained and highly funded as the military. Kind of like when Hitler was in power in Germany, he had the SS along with the regular army. And before that, he had brown shirts that were his own personal army. So I think the United States is infiltrated by a bunch of people who are part of Obama's personal army. So we have a lot of problems here. So we have a lot on our plate, a lot of things in this PSYOP to bring us down. And also, we have a lot of dangers. Because the world is a very dangerous place. So we have to really have our wits about us. And that's where this all comes full circle. How do we keep our wits about us when the world is insane? When you have people that don't know if they're male or female. And the other day there was a professor that got fired because one of his students identified as a cat and started meowing at the teacher and the teacher did not meow back. And so the teacher was fired for being insensitive. That's absolutely insane. But see, that's the world we live in. And that's, and that's part of the PSYOP. They want us to shake our head. 
They want us to give up and say, oh, this is so bad, I don't know what to do about it. So what we have to do is look at our own life. And I know several shows back, I said we had to grab the rudder of our own life and steer it. We need to do that more now than ever. But along with getting control of our life, we need to get control back of our thoughts and our emotions. Because I started realizing that some of my thoughts and some of my emotions were not even my own. We need to rediscover that we are children of God. We are God's creation. And we live on a beautiful planet that God created just for us. We have to find out who we are and not be what they're trying to make us to be. I know that I've been more short-tempered, and I'm generally not that short-tempered. I know that I've been thinking thoughts that I think are evil once in a while, because I so despise Fauci and Biden and so many people that it's changing me into something that I'm not. Now that I've realized that, I can get a handle on it, and I can control it. And me being so isolated, you'd think I'd have an easy time. But even though I'm isolated, I still get on the internet, and I still see what's happening all over the world. And not only do you folks see that, you also see things in your immediate life. You might have a boss that's telling you to get jabbed or be fired. You might live in a state where the governor is absolutely insane like the states of Washington and New York, and many other states. And so you have this added burden. But I think you really need to redouble your efforts to gain control of your own mind and deny that control to the reprobates. I think that's very important. And one way that we can get control of our mind is to give our hearts and our minds and recommit ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to look to Him, our Savior. We need to look at our Father in Heaven. We need to know there is stability. We need to know there is justice and truth. It very much does exist. That's where we need to look. You watch the news or see a video and see somebody that's, I call a mask Covidian, screeching at someone that's not wearing a mask, it tends to bring you down. But instead of watching that and thinking about that, read the Bible. Call a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Do something you enjoy. Clear your mind. Refresh yourself. I know that I've been having trouble sleeping lately. And it's the same issue. All of this garbage that is in the world right now, they're shoveling it into our brains like they've never done it before. Just massive amounts. And a lot of our brains are on overload. And some people totally shut down and turn away, look the other way, cover their ears, cover their eyes, cover their mouth, and they try to blend in with the scenery. That might work for you for a while. But if you do that, you'll stay ignorant to what's going on. And I don't think anyone should be ignorant to the world situation or ignorant in what's happening in their state or local community. But we don't have to dwell on it. 
We don't have to let that be who we are. If there's someone in your community that doesn't know if they're male or female, and they're insane, you do not have to participate in their insanity. You do not have to comply, and you do not have to participate. And if you surround yourself with people you love, with things you love, and think back to how you used to be before this pandemic and this mind control got so intense, Think back just two or three years ago and get that person back. Get the person that's really you back. And I see that happening on a very slow basis on several friends. And one of the reasons is everybody is simply sick to death of this pandemic and all the evil that's happening in the world. People are done with it. They just want to move on. Well, the people that are conducting this psychological operation, they're not going to let that happen until you move on yourself. Nothing is going to change until we change. And if enough of us change and get out of their control to where they no longer have that extra bit of power against us, that's when we start winning this battle. And I truly think that we're in a battle. And I also think that we can truly win this battle. But we have to have our faith in Jesus Christ. We have to walk in truth and stay steadfast. We can't just give lip service to God. We can't just go through the motions. We have to actively seek out God and commit ourselves to Him. And if you've already committed yourself to Jesus, recommit. Rebuild that foundation. Don't try to let anyone steal your joy or dampen your enthusiasm. Understand that God knows what we're going through. And also understand that God does care. And so we need to stay in prayer. And we need to actively choose not to be brainwashed. We need to actively choose to not lose our joy. We need to actively choose to live our lives in a way that God would want us to live. There are solutions to everything. And what I can say about this whole pandemic mess is this too shall pass. But on the backside of this, what kind of people are we going to be? As a society, what is this doing to us? Well, it's harming us, I can tell you that. But Christians have the light of God. Christians have the truth. So we can be a beacon of light to a very troubled world. And we can't be a beacon of light if we're not strong. So if you're one of those that not feeling as strong as you should, and you feel like everything's so far out of hand that we're never going to dig out, I think you need to rethink that. I think you need to become strong yourself. And you need to pick up a shovel yourself and start digging. If everyone will do that, we will dig our way out of this mess. But we cannot rely on the institutions of man. People are talking about the midterm elections coming up. I don't have any hope that those elections are going to do anything. Because look at who we have in Washington. We have reprobate Democrats and reprobate Republicans. So what good is it going to do 
to vote in a bunch more reprobate Republicans or reprobate Democrats. It's not going to do us any good at all. Now, am I pessimistic? Yeah, you might say so. But I think I'm being realistic. But I understand this. That a long time ago, even though I'm a proud citizen of the United States, I am actually a citizen of the kingdom of God. That's where my allegiance truly lies. And so when I see the government going farther downhill, I know that the God that I serve and love is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I know that I'm in a very healthy place, and the place I'm in is unshakable. And so I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. And when I see my physical country being torn down, that gives me comfort to know that the place where I really belong, the kingdom of God, is unchanged and healthy. So it is kind of a headspace trying to decide what you want to do. But make sure that the things that you decide to do are your own thoughts. And the next time you start feeling bad about world events or what's going on in your neighborhood, take the time to really examine where those thoughts are coming from. And if you start having thoughts that generally aren't yours, start to realize that and reject those thoughts, reject those feelings. And if you find yourself like me, with your productivity cut in half, well, understand that it's not you that's cutting your productivity. It's that psychological operation, that flank attack that the enemy is doing against us all. We can win this battle, but we have to understand the enemy and understand what they're doing. And as I stated a couple shows back, I think we all need to unite and stand in the gap for one another and support each other. I think that's very important. Because I know in my heart, we're going to get through this. I have 100% faith in that. Because as the Bible says, if God is for us, who can be against us? So I rest in the fact that I have the full armor of God on. And the Lord is my refuge. He's my fortress. So to sum things up, be very careful of what you believe and what you hear. Understand that the satanic reprobate people are pushing an agenda into your mind. Realize that. Weed it out. Go back to being you. Go back to being the person that God created you to be. I'd like to thank Bob Behrman for allowing me back on Truth to Ponder. The hour always goes so fast, and I truly do have a good time on this show. I do want to mention that I have people that are waiting for my book, How to Survive Hard Times. They ordered physical copies. I went to the printer, and the printer said, this next week, I'll have the books. So since you haven't received the book, I want you to know that it's coming. There was just a hold up at the printer. But all that's being taken care of right now. So by next week, I should get them out in the mail. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I wrote a book called How to Survive Hard Times. 
and I'd love to send you a copy by PDF file. And I would send that to your email address absolutely free of charge. Now for the physical copies. Several people didn't realize that the book I'm giving away for free is a PDF file. I'm going to go ahead and send a physical copy free of charge anyway as a special thank you to the listeners of Truth to Ponder. But I'd much prefer sending you a PDF file of the book How to Survive Hard Times. And to get your copy, just send Bob an email. That's Bob at truthtoponder.com. And Bob will forward that email to me, and I'll get the book right out to you. Once again, I'd like to thank Bob Behrman for allowing me to come in today and speak to his audience. And I look forward to the next time I'm behind this microphone. And I'm looking forward to our next visit. So until next time, everyone be safe, be well, be blessed, and most of all, replace fear with faith. And once again, Jim, I can't even begin to thank you enough for being a guest host again this week. By the way, if you want to if you want to send something to Jim, you can email me and I'll be sure to pass it along. My email address is Bob at truth the number two ponder.com. That is Bob at truth the number two ponder.com. And I'll make sure that Jim gets your email. You can communicate uh, to him through me. Would love to hear from you. I know Jim would too, and he makes a big sacrifice. He's not paid to do this. He gets the same salary I do. Nothing. And and but I'm so thankful that he's there as we're just trying to do the work that the Lord has just put upon our hearts at this very, very unique time. Do you believe in the work that we're doing here? If you do, you can support us from the website, which is truth2ponder.com. Or you can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. We have a mailing address. And you can make a check, like I say, payable to Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address is 5753. 5753. Highway 85 North. That's Highway 85 North. Number 3248. That's number 32487. 53 Highway 85 North, number 3248. Now, the city is Crestview, that is Crestview, Florida, 32536. Once again, Crestview, Florida, and the zip code 32536. Your gifts is what keeps this on KVOH, WRMI, and hopefully even additional frequencies and even additional stations. We're praying about it right now. So if you'll partner with us, we can keep this program growing. I just believe it's time to bring this program to even another and greater level to really serve God's people. Your support keeps this voice on the air. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.
This ad is almost three million gallons long because it's exactly the same amount of time it takes for that much water to flow over the deck at Niagara Falls. So how does the deck stand up to all that water? Thompson's water seal. Just another reason they call us America's recognized brand in water protection. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's water seal. Trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you.